Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of a Black Opinions Matter motherfucker. My name is Amino Hassan. I'm joined as always by Big Jerv and Black Trey, Rob Lopez on production. Patreon.com slash count the dings is the place where you go to sign up to be a Patreon. Trust me, you want to do this. You get access to all the exclusive content like the bomb overflow episodes, like the Cinephobe special edition episodes. Last week, we dropped one, the 420 episode where we did half baked the Dave Chappelle stoner comedy uh, and the now newly rebooted live shows. We're doing live shows on Zoom every other Wednesday. We had one last Wednesday. We're going to have the next one coming up, Cinco de Mayo. So patreon.com slash count the dings. That's the place you want to be. That's what you want to sign up for. Today's episode, obviously, we're, we're recording on the day after the Oscars. So we'll talk about our buddy, Trayvon Free, Academy Award winner now. Uh, if you didn't check out uh, his appearance on Guts, growing up the same last Friday, I urge you to go ahead and check it out. It was on f- last Friday. It's literally the last interview I think he did before winning an Academy Award. So growing up the same. Shout out to Jason Madison and Trey and, and of course, John Gervais on production over there. They interviewed Trayvon. So we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about uh, limos. When was the last time you saw a limo? Yeah, it's been a while for me, too. We'll talk about the anniversary of a song that we all know and love from the group 112, Peaches and Cream. We'll recap Snowfall. As always, last week was the season finale. A lot of shit happening. Is everybody leaving Franklin by himself? How will he adjust to these new situations and ramifications? But we start with another week, another piece of sad news, the passing of legendary hip-hop icon, Shock G. you're doing cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to I look funny but yo I'm making money see so yo world I hope you're ready for me now gather round I'm the new fool in town and my sound's laid down by the underground I drink a bottle of Hennessy you got on your shelf so just let me introduce myself my name is Humpty pronounced with the Humpty yo ladies oh how I like to funk thee and all the rappers in the top ten please allow me to bump thee I'm stepping tall y'all and just like Humpty Dumpty you're gonna fall when the stereos pump me I like the rhyme I like my beats funky I'm spunky I like my oatmeal lumpy I'm sick with this straight gangster Mac but sometimes I get ridiculous I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice Oh, yo, fat girl Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat Look at me, I'm skinny It never stopped me from getting busy I'm a freak I like the girls with the boom I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom I'm crazy Allow me to amaze thee They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me I'm still getting in the girls' pants And I even got my own dance What are we talking? We're talking snowfall and what? What was that the thing? <laughs> Snicker, man. Uh, Jason Underground, bro. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, Shock G. Shock G. Shock G. The one up the set. Did the you guys pants. see that video of him like breaking down kind of yeah. like what they talked about in the Biggie doc of him breaking down Biggie's cadence like a jazz musician too? Yeah. But he did this in like 95 when he's talking about the differences between Biggie and Tupac. It's kind of crazy. All of the Biggie versus Pac heads. First of all, Biggie's going to win hands down when you're talking flow. Strictly from a rhythm standpoint, Biggie is a swinger. He swings like a horn player over jazz. B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A. No info for the D-E-A. He put more emphasis on the uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. He's just spelling his name. When people say Pac is the best rapper of all time, they don't just mean he's the best rapper. They just mean what he had to say was most potent, most relevant, and that he was the better human being. Tupac pulled from Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all the all good speakers. 
Even though you was a crack bean, mama. You always was a black queen, mama. It's like pouring those words out because you mean it. And now you get up the slack. It's all about the apocalypse now to grab the cat from the track. Cause it's all about making money. Ain't a damn thing funny. What be up, sonny? I'll be like all in my business. Time to hit that shit. I'm ripping up the track as I'll be down with the clicking all my niggas in the house. Pac rhyme from the pit of his stomach. Humpty Hump and Slick Rick rhyme from the nasal palate. Nas rhymes from the back of his throat. Pac rhyme from the pit of his stomach. You know what I mean? Now it's wild, like hearing him break it down, analyze it really from a musical standpoint. That was kind of different. Also, I don't know what y'all took away from it. I took away from it that Biggie the better rapper. I don't think I don't think anybody fighting that though. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I was gonna say who who's I just I mean like, again like how he expressed it again was like. You know, certain people that need motivation, shit. Like, like I said, most niggas that love Pac went to jail. You feel me? Like niggas be like, "Hey, I came home and I need some motivation, nigga." Like the them niggas start drinking and relate to that shit so hard. <laughs> like versus Biggie, you know, Biggie gonna paint the picture. Yeah, y'all got on me when we had Mark on the show, and I think I delivered it wrong, but I still stand by my point. I think Pac was a poet on the mic. But I still stand by this. Name me. I'm not saying a pop song that rolls because there's plenty of them. There's plenty of banging ass pop songs. But if I told you, yo, give me the verse where you like, yo, pop killed this shit. Killed what though? Like, like as far his, as like his lyrics. Like, not nah, because I'm never going to feel that. Like he just channels emotion. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, nigga, that nigga was flowing on this one. I'm never going to say that. It's going to be like. Like I'm like a nigga. I won't deny it. I'm a fuck. Like when that shit, when the beat alone gonna get me like chills. The next yeah. thing is like the energy. Like Pac yeah, makes yeah. shit. That like him and produce that song. Are you no, no, no. What else, Daz, bro? But I'm just saying in general. I'm just I'm talking saying. about when the beat come on, and then when he follow up with his shit, it's all impact. It's like like throwing an uppercut and landing that shit. The same thing with DMX. It's like, nigga, I don't listen to X to be like, oh, that nigga. You hear that nigga? Like, no, but, X, but 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 X rips songs though. X X can flow though. X could flow. I'm not like, saying he can't, but I'm not listening to that nigga for no bars. I'm listening to like nigga where he just, you know, he loud and impactful. Nigga, he give me hype. My nigga, you you listen to Pac or fucking DMX while you working out, nigga. You gonna get that shit done. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be, sky is the limit and you know that we can have what you want. I mean, yeah, but 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 if you put out, but I throw in kicking the door and all that shit. I'm not. Bump, 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 bump. Yeah. This goes out to you. Biggie. No, I'm not lifting to that while I'm lifting. I'll be in a whip. Like if we about to go to drive to Philly, throw that, throw that big on. Come on. Throw that Nas on. Shit like that. I can, because that's riders music. That's riders music. The shit that I'm about to, nigga, if I put on Pac or DMX, nigga, hand me the burner. I'm about to go, <laughs> I'm about to, go to jail. <laughs> I'm about to go to jail, my nigga. I'm about to let this shit ring out. Yo, Yo did, did y'all see how long, um, respectfully, did y'all see how long that fucking, the shit on Saturday was? Like, that shit was like 12 hours. Oh, the. What was on uh, Saturday? Uh, um, the, DMX uh, shit. Funeral. Oh, I ain't watch it, bro. Niggas was out here though. Niggas is out here in the streets making this shit crazy. Shout out, shout out to Naima. She did live coverage on BET. Of she the, was with, she mm-hmm. was with Mark. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's right. Yeah, so that's dope, man. To see her do her thing. Bomb alum. I guess it's a bomb, bomb member. We're still waiting for that Wednesday show to come back, but it'll be back soon. Back hip-hop journalist, Naima Cochran. Hip-hop journalist, music journalist. Actually, music journalist, sorry. Yeah, g- give music. her her flowers, though. No hip-hop. Proper flowers. You gotta give her all the music. shit. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. My bad. Music. I, I try to keep yes. it black and keep it exclusive yeah, remember, to us. Remember, she came on when we did, if you guys are new listeners, go back in the archive, look up that uh, Motown episode that we did off the documentary about Motown. Naima was here dropping knowledge, dropping gems left and right about like the music program and Detroit high schools being the reason why they had so much talent mm. coming out of Detroit in the 60s and the 50s or whatever. 
just crazy stuff, man. She's so smart when it comes to the music industry, well, the inside, the workings, the history. Uh, I don't know anyone else out there who breaks it down as well as she does. So it was real cool to see she got an opportunity to, to be on BET showcasing her talents, even though it was for a sad kind of event, the, the mm-hmm. you know, morning DMX. But, you know, today we're talking about Shock G, another hip hop legend. This is three episodes in a row, guys. Three episodes in a row. We lost a legend. And Shock G, I'm going to say it, underrated, man. Absolutely. Super, super underrated, you know, not just for his role in kind of discovering uh, acts like Tupac and, and shining some light on acts like the Loonies and all that, but also just on his own merit as a lyricist. I don't can't remember who said it, but they pointed out, man, like Humpty Hump was funny and him messing around, but this dude could rap, man. He had his own catalog of just killing shit. Obviously, Digital Underground was well, Digital Underground was like the West Coast group that had East Coast credibility because of the lyricism and the skill level of Shock G and the rest of the guys. So um, I don't know if you guys have any memories or whatever you want to throw out there. Yeah, I mean, remember this legend, this Titan. You mentioned, you know, his... Um his contributions and things of that of him being a lyricist, but I wanted to highlight his production, man. Like he was, he had his hands in a lot, bro. Like a lot, you know what I'm saying? Especially like early on in Pac's career. And then, you know, obviously with the digital underground, like obviously sex tapes is, you know, Mm. sex packets, sorry, was a great album. Sex tapes is a good (laughs) album. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, man. But um, overall, man, just as music genius. And I think that's a lot of people that didn't get to really highlight on it because he just was really chilling. He wasn't thirsty, even though, you know, he gave, you know, pocket shot. And then obviously Digital Underground uh, opened up for Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? Like just a impact, you know what I mean? Watching um, Nothing But Trouble, seeing them in there yeah. randomly. You know, you can just go down the line like, how instrumental they were. You know, I, I was a huge fan of Digital Underground early on as a kid because I just, you know, I, I thought the Humpty dance was hilarious yeah. as a young lad. You know what I'm saying? I didn't understand the whole concept of the fake nose with the glasses combo, but it's iconic nowadays. Um, 57 is so young, man. You, and, you, know, uh, you know what's what's crazy, uh, Trey, is that when it happened at the time, people thought that was a different dude. Kind of like yeah. when when Cole yeah. came out with Kill Edward, people thought that was actual a different artist. Yeah, uh, they were saying that they never seen those two in the same place, and that was yeah. so funny. Which is like, yo, that's him. It's him. It's just he's just wearing glasses and a fake nose. Like it ain't that hard to tell. But I guess back then that shit was so revolutionary that people yeah. were just blown away. Man, they didn't they didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know. You know the. Uh, and I, I, I got to word this correctly, but the one thing that I appreciate when, you know, always, it's always sad when, when, when legends uh, leave the earth. Um, but one thing I do appreciate is that it does always bring you back to their catalog. Cause a lot of times, you know, we forget, you know, not that we forget them, but you know, so much music has come out since and you start to, you know, groove with certain things, but it's always, uh, it's always amazing when you get, take the opportunity to look back and, you know, especially in shock G's, uh, in his instance, like, you know, I mean, if you just look at all the things like you just highlighted, Trey, all the things that he's produced, all the things he's had his hands in, we forget those things, right? Like there's a, there's a, a tough generation of Pac fans that that don't even as crazy as it sounds that won't that don't even associate with him that with him because of the fact that you know whether it be you know the Brenda's had a baby and all those type things which I'm not sure when you know the separation happened but you know what I'm saying like everyone pretty much associates Pac with death row you know what I mean you don't associate Pac with yeah with you digital know, underground yeah, with Digital Underground. And I remember I remember tripping out um watching um not, not the I Get Around video. Um oh, what was that movie that came out? It had John Candy, um yeah. and all of them and, and but Pac and, was in it. 
And the Digital performed, Underground was in it. The Digital Underground performed the uh, same song, right? Yeah. In the middle yeah. of the movie. Oh, man, what was that movie? I think I saw it for Cinefo, or, or did I just see it? What my Trouble. It was another uh, Trouble? Yeah, but that's, that's what, what I said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. No, that's <laughs> all good, bro. Yeah, man. Where they they go into the, the house and it, like they they they're uh, they're on tour, so they just mm-hmm. happen to stop by and they perform. Yeah, parking it, but yeah, no. Go ahead, finish your point, Jer. Nah, it's just you know it's it's you know I think that you know we um, we as fans, we as a podcast, just we as people, you know I, I love how when our our legends leave us, you know we we do a good job of remembering, you know, looking back at what they did and not just settling for whatever it is the little blurb that comes out or 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 the the one or two things that you know people may say you know a lot of these dudes man that you know whether it be x whether it be a black rod whether it be a shock g you know i don't want us i don't want it to be a weather someone else but i mean that's just life you know what's going to happen you know what i'm saying but you know we we do a very good job of of going back and and giving these people's flowers we just have to do a better job of giving people their flowers prior Cause he's one of the people, you know, X got his flowers, fortunately, you know, with the verses and things like that. Black Rob really didn't get his flowers prior um, to his passing and shock, shock didn't get his flowers prior. We have to do a better job of, <clears throat> you know, and I don't know how we can do it because you don't know when someone's going to pass, but you know, a lot of these people, man, that they've really laid the, the blueprint down for what we love today. They deserve flowers, but, man, because if it wasn't for them, they wouldn't be it. But- but Jerv, here's the fucked up part. If I pick some, if I say, okay, Memphis Bleak, next Monday we're going to do Memphis Bleak week. We're just going to play number Bleak songs and reminisce. All y'all niggas are be like, don't want to hear that old shit, man. That's a, <laughs> That's a fact. Everybody going to tell me to go put on my Avarex and my baggy jeans and, and go go somewhere else with that. And so that that's the problem. Like we keep saying it, but nobody actually wants to do it. It's not even that people don't remember. It's that if someone does remember, we kind of shout them down and talk them down or or say that you just old or whatever, out of touch, and nobody want to hear that stuff. And and Trey, is that a bottle of champagne that you just drank from? It is. Oh man. <laughs> oh. No celebration at all. Just just having. Some I mean, booze. hey, listen, brother. You hey, know what I'm gonna tell you. Just having some booze, bro. Can yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. D- Jer, Trey just said he drinking champagne because he thirsty. Okay. <laughs> Hey, but to get back on the topic, man, I wanted to highlight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I bet we are these, about to get back on these topic. favorite Shock G productions, bro. Um, it's highlighted by Andrew Barber from Fake Short Drive, um, Digital Underground, No Nose Job, Tupac, Fuck the World. That was hard too. They trying to say that I don't mm-hmm. care. Woke up, skimming up the world. Yep. Tupac, I get around. He made that. Yeah. Yo, that, 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 that is by far my favorite Pac song outside it's, of it's a fun song it's a fun yeah, song I'll, let me take that back Ambitions of a Ride is my favorite Pac song but that, that, I get around I, that's my that's my favorite fun Pac song I get around as one of the, the jukebox songs that you can find at every karaoke like the nationally known track for Pac remember when, remember when we did the show when we were trying to figure out the songs that always played at white at white bars I, I get, get around as 100% that song yeah for sure Raw Fusion's rocking to the PM. Looney's and Shock G, we got more. Digital Underground, same song, which we mentioned. King Your Groove, Top of the World. Digital Underground, Kiss You Back. Kiss You Back was so crazy to me. Back kiss then. me and I'll kiss, kiss you back. back. Yeah. See, that's, that's back when, when everybody... That's when that's niggas when were dancing. Dance. Yeah. See, I, that, 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 wasn't my, that wasn't my era, bro. I'm a two-step man. I'm a two-step it's man. It's all good. Jerv don't, don't dance. don't do all that bippity-bop. Look, look at Jerv. <laughs> No bippity bop Fun over police ass nigga, man. <laughs> uh, Digital Underground, Oregano Flow. And then number one, So Many Tears. Doom, doom, doom. Mm. So many tears. Wait, he, 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 he produced that? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Damn. This brother, this, this, bro, this brother was musical, man. Like the, Long live the, the legend. Yeah, yes, sir. It, like, what kills me, though, like this, like, I saw that video Trey after he passed away. And all I could think of is, man, not only obviously from actually making content, you know, he was amazing or whatever, but this is a smart dude who knew what he was talking about, man. Like at the very least, this dude should have been guests on podcasts and like, oh, like I'm so this- sick that we didn't get a drink champs from this nigga, bro. 
or oh, anything. Well, I'm just I'm saying it, didn't, we didn't get a bomb episode with this nigga, man. Well, like, yeah, I mean, obviously, but I'm just talking can about. Can you imagine a uh, uh, sit down, Naima and Shock G just talking shit, mm-hmm. just talking, man. So I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's on us, man. We need to start. You know, that's what we need to do. Instead of just saying, "Hey, let's talk about." What album we liked or whatever. We need to start setting up some of these conversations. Just start tapping in with some of these legends. Yeah. That's good, Just bro. Ask them questions, man. Cause let me go get hey, cannabis. This, this <laughs> a, you, can you? I don't know. I'm, I mean, shit. You know how this shit works, nigga. We be having yeah, anybody went, on the pod nowadays. Yeah, he, he had some problems, though. I don't know if he's if he's stable enough, but I got some I questions would, for cannabis. Yeah. Wait, what would you ask cannabis? That would be the first question you ask cannabis, sir. Like I, I gotta some know, like bullshit. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, probably would be some bullshit. Hey man, <laughs> did, did you did you if like, hey man, did you watch Southside on HBO Max? <laughs> I love that new show. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing with uh, what the fuck, Baron Davis too. I'm always oh, catching no. shows like two that fucking years. Super old. Like, yeah, like yo, did minute, you, yo, did y'all, yo, y'all gotta watch such and such, nigga. It, yo, it came out three years ago, bro. We've seen it already. Nah, you was on. What, what, what was the recent show? You fought for it. So, this nigga wanted the award for it. What? The second season that he just. just oh, Southside. Yeah, Southside. Yeah, South yeah, yeah well, it's I mean, about to come back. But, out. It, but it's like it's not here though. Like that's a, yeah. He just he's so funny though. He was really fighting for that shit in the chat, y'all. You don't even understand. I, I had just seen a homie, uh, my man, my man Marcus Matthews from the Undefeated had texted. I mean, he tweeted it out like, "Yo, just found this show Southside. It's it's funny." So I said, "Oh, let you know, I trust him. Let me, uh, you know, let me." I was like, "Oh shit, it is hilarious. funny. Don't it's get me hilarious. wrong. It's it's a great show. You it just was on the wrong type of time. <laughs> yeah, you made it seem like this shit just dropped. I'm like, bro, I saw that shit two years ago. Yeah." I remember the trailer. I didn't, I didn't follow up. I it. saw it too. And when I saw it two years ago, it had already been out. I binged it because That's it had already been out. Yeah, I think it, started, wait, it came on Comedy HBO. Central. Comedy, Comedy Central. Central. Yep. Comedy mm. Central. Yeah. Oh, that's just like. I think I think you might try. Oh, I thought you was talking about what was that show on Netflix that I that I recommended that you shitting on? Uh, the Forrest Whitaker one. Oh no! Come on, Godfather Harlem's a good show, bro. Don't do that. No, do that. no, no. You didn't mention that. Is no, that, is that, that a, nah, it's like a, uh, it was like a, it was epic. like a movie, I think. No, no, no. The show I, the show I suggested was the, it was trash too. Um, the sneaker joint, sneakerhead or whatever. Oh, oh yeah, sneaker niggas should watching yeah. that. Niggas is not watching that. I'm cool. Nah. <laughs> nah, I, I watched it. I watched it. Look, no disrespect to the actors. Shout I'm going to I'm say this. Not for let me. me. Just, let me, let me say this. Let me, I'll, this is what I'll say about, uh, what do you call it? About sneakerheads. It wasn't a bad show, but it also wasn't, wasn't quite a good, a good show. Mm-hmm. It was like a very like pleasantly mediocre. Like if you're bored, you have it on in the background. It's all right. It wasn't like, oh my God, this is so corny. This is so whack. But it also wasn't like, I'm not, I'm not recommending that to people. Yo, yo, you got to peep this shit right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a show that we should be doing, by the way. I don't know if you guys are, are into this. I saw season one and I enjoyed it very much. And season two just started. Black Lady Sketch Show on HBO. You guys so, ever watch that? You know, I, I just saw something on there. I, didn't I watch seen it an ad though. run by it the other yeah. day when I was watching some shit. And I was like, hmm, it was interesting. But I'm down. Shit, whatever. Yeah. Robin, something new. Robin Thede is the is the creator. and But she has a lot of guests. Like she'll have... You know, she's she's a shot Issa on there. She's had Amanda Seals on there. Like, like it's it's a variety show. Uh, but Robin Thede, she's super funny, man. Like, she's super duper funny. Uh, and I really enjoyed season one. So let's give season two a try. It's just a sketch show, really. Okay. It's like SNL, but funny, <laughs> and with black women. Uh, oh, hold up, I don't know, bro. What? I don't know because last time you suggested something. It what did I suggest last time? Uh, what was the show the la- to do? The, la- the last show I suggested, bro, was the Good Lord Bird. So go fuck yourself, okay? And that was actually no, what? no, the fuck it wasn't. Then you're not doing it. The last what? show you suggested was that show that had the dude that uh that he was trying to battle being white and black or something like that. Like the um, oh my god, oh you that know, shit was trash. With, with we, my nigga Lamore, you know what I'm talking about? What's black on? Oh, woke, 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 woke yeah. Lamorne, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. we got like two, three episodes in. If, if if anyone's following the pod, you'll recognize we just stopped talking about. Well, it. You know, we, didn't, we didn't we didn't get two, three episodes in because it's a Hulu show, so all the episodes dropped. So we talked about it that one episode of Bomb, and then never went back to it. I don't like the binge shows. The binge shows are harder to to review because it's all at once. Uh, I like a show that come out once a week because that way we can react and take mm-hmm. our time with it. If you notice, we haven't done any binge shows on, on this here program, Jerv. I don't know if you noticed. So, I don't think he noticed. No, I don't think he noticed either. <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, the last the last thing I suggested was... Oh, I love Jerv, bro. Jerv is my brother, man. He He cracks me up, bro. Like, on accident. I'm just, I'm just saying. Dog, Are you like, funny on accident like Khaled? Like, Khaled don't even know he funny. You funny like that. Yo, speaking of him, wasn't this the anniversary of when he got lost at sea or some shit? I saw Tens tweet that out, like, not too it's long a ago. sick-ass anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> like, when, he's, when, he, when he got lost at sea. That shit was yo, crazy. Yo, the nigga Jerby, yo. <laughs> I, had, I love Jerv, bro. Jerv is the most random nigga, bro. I mean, that shit be like 1.39 a.m. This nigga Jerv sent us the link. First of all, the Instagram link can say log in. So we don't yeah. even. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. You know I don't what? know what's Hold going on. on with that. No, I don't I th- know why. Jer, I, I attacked Jerv, but apparently this is something that's going around for everybody. Mm. That shit. I think, that shit. I think Apple, Apple, and Instagram are beefing again or some shit, man. Oh, because oh, that yo that 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 annoys me because I have no desire to click on it when. Does like, it when, look like? Does it look like just a link for YouTube, Jerv, or do you see your video? No, when I when I put it, it just says log into Instagram. But when you oh, click that, on it, it case, works. In that case, in that case, it's just Jerv then. Because obviously <laughs> I, I I thought like you guys were seeing my shit the same way, like just as a video, but apparently not. Or just as a link when I saw a video, but apparently not. Apparently you guys are seeing actual videos from me and just links from Jerv. Jerv, what was that link that you posted? Remind me. Uh uh shit. I think I posted uh brother uh what's his name? Um What's my man from Philly? Uh, uh, Umar. Oh, Dr. Oh, Umar. Uh, Dr. Umar, Umar on the Breakfast yeah. Club. Talking about he wanted yeah. him on, on uh, you know Woke Bros. Yeah, Woke Bros. Yeah. I, I need that episode. Oh Needs my God. it. Uh, Waz with Dr. Umar. Would be go. <laughs> Nando with him too. Yo, that's that's funny, man. No, he wouldn't even let funny? him go talk. Oh, no. You <laughs> thought he was just go. You saw Charlamagne was just like, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Just, just, I mean, like, this is probably the most good points he's ever made in like a series of talking right there, man. It doesn't matter, bro. All I think, all, I every time I, I see I him now is, yeah, I think about how he said he can't promise that he's not going to, he's not going to sleep with the moms that go to yeah. his school. Sick man, bro. That, that, so was, that was quite the disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Such a sicko, man. All right, man. Speaking <laughs> of shows, man, let's talk about Snowfall, bro. Yeah. The finale. The Where finale. were we at with this, man? Jerry, bro, how'd you feel, so, bro? So, hold on. Before we go into that, I just want to point out that y'all niggas thought that uh, Scully was just going to cry. <laughs> I told y'all that nigga crazy, man. You going to come back and get his revenge, man. Like he said, they killed my babies with an S. Yeah, that was my fault. I was, that, was, that was a Christian to me. <laughs> you and Jerv thought that nigga just gonna hey, man. Hey, listen, bro. We, you know, we that nigga was just gonna pray in his apartment. Young, turn our cheeks, life. man. Pause if need be. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but still, bro. Yes, some was gangster though. He pulled up with the sawed off joint. What was he? Was he gangster? That's gangster though. I mean, he went out yeah, by. Just... Alton got him. That's weak to go out by Alton. But. I mean, he got he got taken out by Alton, bro. Like, was he gangster? Or like to come to the to come to the crib and, and with the blicky? Or was he gangster or was he just foolish? Both. Hey, he, he, yeah, of course. That, and by the way, those often run hand in hand. That's real. Right? Like, that's real. Like, he like knew what he was about, getting into. It was about who's more he wanted gangster. To die. If, you, if we have to rank who's the most gangster between Leon and 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 uh, Franklin. Like you have to say Leon, but Leon, Leon, yeah. just, Leon just dumb though, which is what makes Franklin ultimately like a boss because he's smart about it. But yeah, man, no, my man came through and he he hit him with the I just want to talk, which is always always great whenever someone got a gun talking about I just want to talk. I just want to talk to him. He came ready to, to anybody was in the crib. It didn't matter who it was. He was killing oh. somebody. He didn't care who what it was. That, somebody was dying. What I, that's what I was thinking about. Like, should Alton just have been like, hey, man, he's not here. Then I thought about it. 
they just killed this nigga whole family. Yeah, he, he uh, came he, to holler. He's killing anybody he sees, man. There were nothing going on. He hit his old man. He hit his old man with the, if, like, if this shit don't get popping, I'm going to start killing people. Started with you. I'm like, damn, nigga, yeah. I'm on your side. Like, bro, I was trying to help you out. Hey, you out here on the uh, Kill me. On Cinephobe, we reviewed the movie Double Impact, the old John claude Van Damme movie. Mm-hmm. And so oh, the bad yeah. guy in that movie is Bolo. So when John claude Van Damme first show up to Bolo camp looking for answers, Bolo walk up, grab his own man, and kill him. <laughs> and we were like, yo, that's the most gangster shit ever. If you want to prove to somebody you crazy and you don't want to fuck with me, what better way like than to imagine, imagine coming to work, bro, just chilling, and you don't even know you about to go. This Not even that. Imagine like you about to run up on some. Oh, this nigga, you want the smoke? You want the, you know how bad I want the smoke? And then you grab your own man and you kill him. That's how bad I want it. <laughs> like that nigga's a sicko. Wow. That nigga's mode. sicko for real. Bolo, man. But yo, that's that was Scully right there. Scully was in his bolo mode. Shit, sick, dog. Yeah, nah, for yeah. sure. Did, like, did, did he die or or we led to believe? Nah, he did. He bled out. Oh, he did bleed. Okay, he bled mm-hmm. out. Okay. Yeah, man. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. He yeah, he bled yeah. out when he came to the hospital. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yo, by the way, that scene when uh Jerome and um an old girl walk up in the club and they just got the whole look like, yo, nephew, we out. This is what it is. Yeah, we out. First of all, I'm cool. If you watch, if you anyone like Jerome's character in particular, Jerome from season one when he was just dressing, you know, regular, to now he's got the sick furs that with the fucking always, with the rings and that shit. Nigga always drift out, man. That nigga. Oh my he god, loud, he, he loud as hell now in this season. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Like, so like when, when you gotta they, die soon. When they went to to the Bayou to go see her her family, that yeah, nigga. The with the mink, I'm like, you nigga, you in Louisiana? What you doing? And they can say, yo, I ain't oh. staying here. Y'all about to get a hotel in a hotel? Yeah. Nah, man, drone changed. You changed, bro. Oh no, the money <laughs> definitely changed that nigga. And I was, I got hot for Franklin because it's like, nigga, I put y'all on despite the game, the stuff that comes with the game. Now y'all want y'all. Now y'all want the up and the pay. No, cool. You, it's a stressful life, but no, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. I see, they, I could see they was trying to bow out. You like, first of all, Leon is a nut. Leon is a nut because Franklin done did all this shit for you, bro. And now you want to be like, yo, I went out. I got on out. Just I let them kill you, bro. bro I like that shit hit me so hard. Like the, the honestly, Jerome and Lou, uh, Louis, like talking about they want to leave. I kind of see it because Louis is in particular. She's like. Y'all shouldn't do this. Don't don't sign. Don't do that. And they not listen to her. And the shit fuck up. And then she fixing everything. So at some point, she's like, "Why are we like?" She's like, "Why am I taking orders from this nigga?" Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that he's the you know he originates the plug, and we know, and we get that whatever. And Jerome obviously he go roll with his lady, especially after she got shot or whatever. It's not like he gonna be like, "Oh, <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. I'm gonna stay with Franklin." But Leon. Oh my God. After all of the trouble that we went through for this nigga, you know what it reminded me of? I had a nigga ask me, yo, can you help me get tickets to the Suns game? Suns were playing the Lakers, right? Lakers were good, right? And I'm like, first of all, they don't like me down there. So this is already, I got to go through like intermediary and kind of do a whole lot of bending over backward or whatever. So I work, I get this shit done for da da da. Like, okay, put him in this name, blah, 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 blah. Hit my man up. And he's like, oh man, I ain't even in town. <laughs> Nigga. And I'm just like, you're never getting tickets again, man. Ne- don't ask me for shit ever again. That's crazy. That would have It's hot. fucking insane. No, but, and that's what I felt when I saw Leon say, you know what, man? I really don't want to do this shit no more. Like, nigga, what? You don't want to what? After all the dumb, not just like I looked out for you I, when everyone told me to to give you up and shit. Not just that, but the dumb shit he was doing in the middle while oh. we're doing this, trying to protect him. This nigga acting reckless, and I'm like, now you want to be now you want to be cool, now you want to be chill. Whole ass nigga, man. Whole ass nigga, bro. Ass nigga. That shit weak. Don't look. It's the way he I, said I, that I shit, love, man. I love how Franklin growing up right now. 
He feeling all the pain. That nigga gonna be a villain in season five. I can't wait because I need him to be ignorant. He played us all season. Oh, when he when he pulled the cars of Sosa then? What even it wasn't even that. It just was like in general. This nigga always had it in him, but it's it just needed his team to show him what type of time they was on. You know what I'm saying? When shit got rough. As soon as his mama left, oh, I ain't got no worries. I no care, nigga. My mama he, gone. He only he only has peaches left, right? Like that's literally all he has left. If if we're to yeah. believe that everybody's gone, yeah, it's sorta. just peaches. Sort of, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Peaches, but Peaches a whole ass nigga too. He ain't really that, is he? he nah, nah, not Peaches. Nah, no, don't. He don't cool. Peach. No, he loyal, but he ain't. He ain't no muscle, bro. The thing what? is, I, I ain't rolling with him like that. Here's the thing: Is it because his name is Peaches? No, 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 no. No, I ain't taking it away from him like that. I just look in the situation of like I feel like Leon would roll harder than Peaches. In certain situations, but yeah. I hated. Well, I hated the, that's the Leon dumb. that that exactly. But you need a dumb nigga on your side. So the inconsistency that had me hot overall was the family switching up on him, bro. Like Jerome and Auntie got me so hot because I'm looking at it like, nah, these, no, these niggas didn't. No, these niggas did not. And we ain't even had the conversation that my mama going yet. You know what I'm saying? They ain't even had yeah, that conversation he, he, he yet. He ain't even get the he ain't get some he ain't get to tell him that. That's crazy. He ain't even get the chance to tell him that. So the fact that okay, we need fifty something and da da da, and you the plug, and we don't want to be competition. The threats, threats. I love the threats because that make that nigga look like okay. Because look, when season five start, first of all, he's gonna be walking, so niggas yep. think shit's sweet. Yep. Niggas, that's like gonna be like Omar coming. I thought, I, hold on, I thought that shit was kind of corny. Let me just it, say it, it was. They put the cane down, and all of a sudden, this nigga walking like he's all healthy and shit. At least walk with a limp away, and then next season come back walking straight. But he's but, this nigga scrolled out. But what if it was in a situation like that's the thing? I think he was just trying to sell his weakness the whole time, and I think the symbol. Like I ain't trying to overthink it, but I think the symbolism was like you know the crutch of it was just kind of like him leaning on the family, and now he is on man. Everybody yeah. turned on him, so it's all it's just me. He ain't got nobody. But that's what I'm saying. That's all I mean, I mean, well, you know what? So let's, now, let's, not, let's not even say that because, the, you know, you you know the way the game works or whatever, allegedly, right? Like, the way the game works, allegedly, he's going to have a whole new squad of motherfuckers. Can, can, I, can I stick up for the other side here? Let me play devil's advocate. Ain't this what that nigga wanted? Didn't he want to be, like, above the street level shit and just, I just operate as the plug and then every different section and sector and gang, they're getting their, their drop from me wholesale, but I don't, I don't, I'm not doing the, the street shit. In the great this words is just of, kinda, of a watch proverb. Yeah. Every time I try to leave something, keeps pulling me back, me back <laughs> <laughs> for real, bro. Like, listen, I'm sure he wanted all that. Cause ideally I think he was busting his ass to get his mom out of there. And then his mama just like, all right, cut. I'm going here and you grown. I'm gonna focus on mama. You know what I'm saying? And we ain't even got to, you know, Alton. Uh, let, let me ask you that. Meet his maker. You keep referencing mama, right? Like you keep referencing right. mama. With with Alton meeting his maker, and I know we about to touch on that. Does mama come back in season five? Absolutely. And she gonna let me know. She, she gonna chill in Cuba, Derv? Was you? She gonna find Alton nigga with his shit in his lap. Compton yeah. or Cuba? Listen, I'm back to Compton, nigga. I don't. I only went to Cuba nigga, because I'm went. with my my nigga. Yeah, she ain't yeah. Start that no was the only way. That was a, that was the only way to save his life. That's the, why she went. She didn't go because is, you were on vacation. And so well, some dumb motherfuckers for thinking that shit was going to save his life. But listen, the thing is, she going to come back and Franklin going to be so cold. He going to be so cold to the world. He going to cut everything off. He ain't going to love shit. I'm telling you. Because hmm. that just showed you like, oh, you chose this nigga over me. You chose Elton over me. No, no, he, no, no, no. He, he didn't I, take it like he, that. No, he, he I'm telling you, like bro. That, bro. I'm telling I think, you, bro. I think, I think you're right. Nigga. I think you're right. He's going to be cold because when she comes back, it'll have been however many months of this nigga living by himself without any of his support 
around him, right? No Leon, no Louie, no Jerome, no Mama. Like, everybody's gone. So, naturally, he going to harden and toughen up because, like, I ain't got nobody, right? I don't have that support structure. But I don't think he's going to hold a grudge against her for going to Cuba because that nigga was, like, that That nigga didn't object in the moment. <laughs> he, I don't he, think he like, had a choice, he knew. I don't think he had a choice. But, no, I mean, he did. He had a choice. He could say, I fucking kill my dad. I don't give a fuck. But the, the, the reality is he did give a fuck. Yeah, he gave like, a no fuck matter about, how tough he went. Yeah, he gave a fuck about family in that situation, obviously, because of the flashbacks yeah. and who my daddy is and all my daddy did. Yeah. And that shit stuck with me. But, you know, showing that the niggas left, seeing that flame take off, it just created a different type of animal, my nigga. You think nigga he, knew- he ain't in love with his mama, but he loved his mama. And the fact that his mama chose out and over him. Trust me, fam. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's that, bro. I don't. I, really I might be don't loud and wrong. I might be, I might be loud and wrong. <laughs> I'm Brandon Marshall, this motherfucker. Fuck it. Talk <laughs> <laughs> to Brandon Marshall, by the way. Watch his shit. You, but, you, let me ask you this: You think, um, because I, 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 I'm, I'm not. I, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hip. I thought there was no way in hell that Alton was just going to go to Cuba and it was going to be all good, especially when, when my man Teddy literally 30 seconds at the plane road. Yeah, so I'm about to take this trip for a little bit. I'll be back. Like, yeah. Franklin knew, right? Like, Franklin knew, right? You know you can't trust Teddy anyway. See, I think... Mm. But I don't think Franklin know that his daddy about to... That his daddy going to go down by Teddy. Oh, if he did... If, no. Well, I mean, I if think... If he like, didn't, I'll lose respect because he had to know. But like it's funny how they they like they talked up uh Cuba as being this like untouchable place. Mm-hmm. Like oh CIA would never do anything in because you know Asada and you know if you go down to like the real Panther I, shit line I, I and how they was trying to sell it. But yes, niggas is touchable for sure. Why why I mean, why like, why wouldn't he just go somewhere and not broadcast to Teddy the person he's running away? Like for me. If I if I got beef with you and I'm fearing for my life, the last thing I'm gonna do is be like, all right, yo, I'm about to dip to North Carolina and just fade to black. You'll never hear from me again. Well, no, because I just told you where I'm about to go and we have beef, yeah. so you're gonna pull up. Like that was the dumbest thing. Yeah, I like I don't know. Yeah, I like he should have said I'm going to Cuba and then gone to France or some shit like that. <laughs> Right, just kind of like they ain't letting they ain't letting no black hit, man hit no niggas with the game day ninety eight juke or something. <laughs> oh man, he said they ain't letting no black niggas in France. Shut, Jerm. <laughs> Not no black panther. Jerm, you don't even know what that shit was, probably, bro. Nigga could have went over there. Shit, let a nigga pull up. up. Let a nigga pull up with an afro. Turn his ass right the fuck around. Go back, bro. Jerm, go Google niggas in <laughs> France, bro. Yeah. Jerm, Jerm, what do you think? Uh, Rudy Gobert and <laughs> Mikel Pietrus. Mikel Pietrus. Oh, oh, he's not light-skinned. He's Mikhail not light-skinned. Mikel Myers. Hey, only the listeners going to get the Mikel Myers <laughs> reference. Oh, man. Oh, my Yo, God. this nigga oh, acting like James Ball went over, went over there, nigga. <laughs> Doing his west side with a fro. You <laughs> Your lexicon sucks. <laughs> Hey, 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 Trey. What's that's up, that H- That's that HBCU education. Don't do that. Oh, but not, see, here you go, they, bro. They ain't have books. They ain't have, but they have to share that. <laughs> he, he ain't know how to explore. We at homecoming, like a, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's where all the budget went. That's where the budget went. <laughs> the, budget, the budget all went to the homecoming. I love when it means shit on HBCUs, man. I'm just saying, hey, man, it looks like a lovely time, but like also... I would hate to pay $35,000 a year for that shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's just Hey, me. man. Listen, bro. <laughs> Y'all some sick Yo, men. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people not patients, Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, 
cinnamon, and ooh, pomegranate. Lucia also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine in cherry ice flavor. Each and every flavor actually tastes great, and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, even at the gym. People, it's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Right now, bomb listeners. That's right. This podcast that you're listening to, Black Opinions Matter. You guys all go to lucy.co and use promo code BOM to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's Lucy, L-U-C-Y dot C-O and use promo code B-O-M at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code B-O-M. I'm looking through the chat right now trying to remember what else we talked about uh, that happened. Uh, Apparently, this year, 20 years ago, this week, Peaches and Cream came out. Bro, that... That destroyed me a little bit because that was one of those. Yeah, nigga. I'm going to put it to you even crazier. I'm going to put it to you even crazier. 33 years ago this week uh, on TV, the Wonder Years came out. Shouts to Wonder Years. What's up? I said shouts to Wonder Years. Shouts to Wonder Years. But but check this out. Check this out about the Wonder Years. The Wonder Years came out in 1988. And it was about um, things that had happened in like 1968. Mm. So that means if we had a new version of the Wonder Years mm. right now, it would be things that happened in 2001. Oh my God. It would be like, like instead of what would you do if you sang out of tune, the theme song would be peaches and cream. You know what I'm living in the heat? This is, how, this is how old peaches and cream is. These niggas is talking about limousines. What was the last time you saw a limousine? <sighs> right? Like J, not, the O, the H, the N. Niggas don't even get limousines. Niggas don't even get limousines for weddings anymore like that. Yo, bro. the <laughs> last time I the last time I rode in a limousine was 2009. The NBA draft. 2009, <laughs> did, nigga. Did you stand out the sunroof like no, nah, but it had, some, it had some sick ass lights in there. And first of all, it was so funny. Shout out to my man Sam Cash. Had rented it for the night. We're in New York, hitting every party, but pulling up in a limo. And I thought that shit was the craziest shit ever because I think we paid this nigga like a hundred. This was pre Uber, all the shit. Yeah, yeah. Paid this nigga a hundred cash to just drive niggas around New York City. Yo, okay, let me tell you right now. Cousin Proofy, 30th birthday, 2009. That's the last time I was in a limo. July 4th, 2009. We got a limo for his birthday, picked us up at my crib right here where I'm at right now. And then we picked up everybody else. And then we rolled to Old Town Scottsdale, man. Like, legendary. See, 09. Yeah, 09 probably we the death of the limousine. We, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to throw way back for any of the listeners who are from the greater Phoenix area, you'll recognize the name of this spot. We went to Dirty Pretty. Y'all don't remember Dirty Pretty. Dirty Pretty was this bar in Old Town uh, where. On Friday nights, it was all, all you could drink effing vodka. Like you paid, effing, oh. you paid like 20 bucks or whatever, 30 bucks. And then it was just all you could drink effing everything. Effing soda, effing crayon, effing whatever. The only thing you had to pay extra for was you got Red Bull. And so we went there. I think we got a table though. But wait, did we get it? We got a table, but somehow we still didn't have a bottle. We just kept getting it from the bar. Um, I know y'all waitress tip. was y'all waitress was mad as shit, yeah, man. But but still, uh, <laughs> we looked a good tip. But uh, yeah, man, limos, limousines, man. Like that doesn't. What a doesn't time, exist. bro! What a time! I don't remember the last time. I don't remember the last time I was in a limo, but the first time, I, it was my prom. Prom. We had prom. rented. Uh, we That's rented crazy. the um, the stretch nav, the stretch nav from uh wow. from the big pun video. Yeah. And uh, I definitely was standing outside the motherfucking sunroof. 
riding all through. The, my school was in North Philly, the hood, but it was a prep. I went to St. Joe's Prep, but white, the whitest of white schools that you can go to, but it was in the hood. We are riding through the hood. We pull up, it's called Club McDonald's, right? Like I, we joked about Club Fridays last week, yeah. but Club McDonald's, it was a spot. I've never been to Club McDonald's. <laughs> Oh, bro. Look, anybody from Philly will tell you Club McDonald's and Club Rite Aid were the craziest shit you can go to. So in Philly, it was was Broad Street. There's this McDonald's on Broad and I forget where where it's at or whatever. But literally probably around 12-ish, 1 o'clock at night, everybody just comes out there and you just stand. You just stand, you drive up and down the block, women are walking up and down, you got your fresh lay on or whatever, and there's a Rite Aid right next to it. And it, that was the only part of the city where the cops wouldn't kick us out and tell us to go home. So we literally rode up and down the block in this stretch there. Just, just wasting gas. What am my gas? I paid oh, yeah. by the hour. That's fair. That man said, what my gas? I love how, how proms were associated with limos though. Cause you, do they still do they still ever, they're still a thing, but no, not for kids. Nah, it, cats get they get like fly cars now. Listen, they out here getting rent Bentleys and all kind of shit and oh, all kind of shit like that. But like badass kids. The last time so my senior year, I think I had a Sebring. <laughs> yeah. <It's> fucking <laughs> Sebring 2003, bro. Top top? Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> listen, all white. Sebring and I wore an all white suit with a white fitted and some white forces. But, and obviously my suit was baggy as fuck, like a fucking NBA draft. But the year before we took a limo and Ray J came to our, our uh, champagne party. Wait a minute. Ain't that Brandy's brother? Yes. <laughs> if I had one wish. So it was so crazy. Just thinking about like that. And then also just kind of mobbing with the whole NBA draft and mobbing around New York city. And I felt like, you know, the uh, what means the world to you video. Yeah. What means the world to you? My, 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 my. I always thought that was kind of sick, too, where you think about um, fucking uh, stretch limos with jacuzzis in them. That Yo, was some in the rapper back. shit. Yeah, yeah rapper no, that shit. was that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was some rapper shit. What now we do, I think about it like this is like the least uh, convenient thing ever. Like I'm can't be the so big. Well, per- no, it's not even that. It's just like, what do I do now? We've reached our destination. <laughs> do I towel oh, off in, in the car? <laughs> I changed. I got to put on some dry clothes. Like, it just doesn't seem like, like, I'm just like, why? Why, why would we do that? Uh, but yeah, man, shout out to limousines. Shout out to, shout out to Peaches and Cream being 20 years old, man. And shout out to Peaches and Cream being the theme song to the Wonder Years that the Wonder Years came out right now. It's crazy, they a, man. They have to do a reboot. That has nah, to be in the works. Please. So funny thing you, about it. What it would be a 9-11? Like, I feel listen, like this shit is. Peaches and Cream was a two-way alert. Peaches and Cream. Doot, doot, doot. That oh, shit. That shit. Midi tone. No, I'm going to tell you what the two-way alert. POV Anthem. What? Tom Murder. POV Anthem. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, the, the, Tom, the one was, uh, what do you call it, man? You about to say some oh, soldier boy I'm, shit? Nah, I mean, you got to listen. Here we go. It's the, the mic is cutting it. It ain't start yet. Hold the bottom of the phone up. I remember that shit. Ain't nobody buying time murder a crack child, yo. I, re- I remember the video. Hey, I had that shit, and that shit rang out in math class and algebra. Trayvon was in the class. We all had two ways. Shout out to Trayvon Free. Oscar winning. Oscar winning, bro. Let me put some Oscar winning. Let's let's wrap up with some Oscar talk real quick here. First of all, shout out to Trayvon Free and Van Lathan and everybody else who's associated with Two Distant Strangers who won the Oscar. If you haven't listened to the Growing Up the Same episode that dropped Friday, just three or four days ago, Trey, Jason Madison, 
the last two human beings to interview Trayvon Free before he became Oscar Academy Award winner, Trayvon Free. So definitely check out that episode. Great episode of Guts. You can get that on the Bomb Feed or on the Guts Feed. We prefer Produced either. by John Gervais. Produced by John Gervais. That's right. So congratulations to everybody all around. Uh, really quick, what did y'all think about, uh, I'm not going to say about the Oscars, it's just too big, but like Lil Rel walking around doing trivia time. I ain't peep none of that shit. I just was getting texts. Everybody like, yo, your friend won. And I just stopped what I was doing and just was hype, bro. I hit Trey and, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Samir, Katie, Mike Conley, Rich Kleiman. So many people involved in that situation. But, you know, I'm just happy, bro. He brought that shit back to Compton. Um, Sky's the limit for that dude, bro. I know he had, he actually kind of spoke that out into existence. He had a tweet from 2013 saying, you know, like, once I get to Oscar, I can retire. Two Emmys, well, Oscar. Well, Van had the same thing. Van Van has the text he posted. The text exchanger was like, "Yeah, we're gonna win Oscar off of this shit." That's and killer. Like, yeah, man. Sometimes you just know. And I'm and I'm uh, and I'm glad the committee uh, agreed. All I'm gonna say is I don't I I don't I've, I'm never I'm not into war shows, but Trey, you scared the shit out of me. Um, when you tweeted it out and put the asterisk saying Oscar Oscar winner with the tweet to the uh, the show, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, I fucked up on the tweet. Fuck. <laughs> nah, we were just updating the bio, bro. We was updating this, it. You know what I'm saying? This nigga German. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's from last Friday. I can't change this one. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. It's too late. Yo, his sneaks nah, were his sneaks crazy. were fire though, bro. I, his sneaks were fire. Um, that he had on too. I, by the way, did, did y'all see? Did y'all see like the party? Because this is how it is for the Oscars. Really, typically, it's the main people will go to the. Now, obviously, last night was different because of COVID or whatever. But typically, even it's like the main people associated with like the producer, the director, the star, or whatever. They'll go, but everybody else. Who had like the crew and the, the rest of the cast and shit? They're all at a party that the studio is throwing for them, a watch party. And so that's where Van was. And he posted the video when they got the announcement and everybody going nuts in there. It was, it, I gotta, you know, it's funny. Obviously, KD wasn't there, Mike Conley wasn't there, but I wonder what feels better. Would it be winning an NBA championship or would it be winning an Oscar? what party would feel better? I think the Oscar party would feel better, but from a resume standpoint for what you do for a living and not a like side hobby, the championship is probably going. Yeah. Well, also there's only one NBA champion, right? And yeah. there's like 8 million. And it's, and it's a, but it's a bar to have, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. they, they joined Kobe and shit. And you know what I mean? Like, dude, okay. KD is having a crazy fucking year. You know what I'm saying? Like off the court. So he, when you he, think about, what are you going to say? No, he dropped like, like you said, off the court and then kind of invalidated. But he dropped 35, 33 points on the Suns. And then when Oscar later that night. Like that's fucking killer. Like just yeah. be like, oh, and yeah, I got that too. That's that's yeah. in the bag. You feel me? Uh, but nah, I mean, shit, man. That shit got to be a, a amazing feeling, bro. Just to just be a part of something special and, I remember the first time I got a chance to watch it, you know, early before it rolled out. And, <laughs> but it was, it was one of those situations of obviously being quiet about it, but like watching it and like texting him live while I'm, while I'm watching it. And I'm like, yo, I'm really tired of these type of narratives because these movies aren't made for us. But this one was important because it right. was kind of like Groundhog's Day and then a black man trying to make it to the crib trying to make it to, you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I thought, I thought it was, you know, I, like I say, I, I seen a bunch of people on the timeline, like, oh, I ain't watching this. And I'm like, bro, it's the important film, bro. Cause you know, shouts to Joey Badass. He acted his ass off in that shit. Yeah. Um, but you know, just a, just a diabolical part of just even, you know, Trayvon even just have an idea to even, you know, flip it the way he did. Right. You know what I'm saying on the writing and, you know what I'm saying? Like, shouts to them. Yo, uh, Joey Badass, low-key, pretty good actor, man. Like, he's absolutely. Got, like, I wouldn't, a bunch I wouldn't of, mind, a bunch wouldn't of mind sending him in some shit. 
right? Like he, he's, you know, he, he, he was in two distant strangers. He was in Mr. Robot. Remember that mm-hmm. uh, uh, show back on uh, when, when did Mr. Robot it was like four or five years ago. Uh, he was in that Wu Tang uh, kind of uh, scripted series, an American saga. Oh yeah. I mean like the nigga really like, I'm like, yo, for like, we often kind of laugh whenever a rapper trying to act, but like he can actually act. Yeah. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. We should have him on guts. That would be dope. I don't know how I'm gonna get in touch with him, but I'm gonna try. Uh, we'll we'll figure it out just as just like when we get uh cannabis, right? Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get cannabis and we'll get Joey Badass. All right, y'all wanna wrap it up here? Yeah, I think we got enough here. All right. All right, let's end it up here. Once again, thank you, Big Jerv. Thank you, Black Trey. Thank you, Rob Lopez. Thank you to you, the listeners. As always, patreon.com slash count the things. Become a Patreon. Support us, and we will give you the extra content. I know last week we dropped that April 20th episode of Cinephobe of how, um, not how high, but we do. We did half-baked, yeah. So, and we're, and we're doing the live shows last Wednesday. We had the live Zoom party for all the Patreons. Everybody really loved it. So make sure you're a Patreon. Patreon.com slash count the things. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay black, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers.